Welcome to the Sport Codex Show, episode 72. We have a little bit of an NBA recap. Aiden is here as per norm. How are you, man? Yeah, good, bro. Good. Just uh, trying to catch up a little bit on the summer league. Haven't seen too many games, so just having a little, little catch up. Yeah, it's always good, eh, the summer league. You can just chuck it on. You don't necessarily have to, like, really analyse it, you know, when you watch it. And you can just chuck it on. Watch these young guys go to work and hopefully see some cool dunks and you know some nice dribble moves and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah. yeah so tonight we're gonna just have a little general little general chat about the NBA, then get into some mailbag questions that have been sent to us. So yeah, well, we'll just carry on in the summer league. I mean, and speaking of dunking, man, your your boy Kai Jones, oh yeah, just dunk of the. Dunked in the summer league so dunked far. Dunked in the summer league so far. Um, yeah, he dunked on who he dunked on Kenneth Free, who's uh, playing Old summer league for Paul. Yeah, yeah, the the manimal. Um, old manimal. Yeah, yeah, the old manimal. Uh, yeah, I think. I mean, the dunk was very impressive, but Kai is showing quite a nice handle as well and some some good footwork. Um, not related to that play, but some um, playmaking ability too. Yeah, what's he listed as? Is he like 6'10"? It'd be something yeah, like that. Something like that. By the looks of him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I know uh, Mitch wants. W- Mitch would like to see him play centre. He's listed at 6'11". Okay. Yeah, so... But yeah, he's got a, he's got a pretty decent handle on him. And um, yeah, some some pretty nice passes in the, the first two games so far which is um, pretty cool to see. Yeah, he was the 19th pick, picked by the mm. Knicks and got to you guys. Yep. Um, native of the Bahamas too. So mate, what could be mates of DeAndre Aiden in, in a cool front court with the Bahamas one day. Yeah, yeah. Bring back basketball in the Bahamas. Yeah, get Rihanna out there to <laughs> spice things up. Yeah, what um what else have you taken notice of in the summer league so far? I mean, the answer's pretty obvious. It's uh Angelo ball. Um, you know, it got a got a summer league spot and, and you know, a lot of people criticized it, um, saying as a publicity similar to what uh your, you guys did last year. Um but he has been impressive in the two games. Very good shooter. Um a lot of people who know more about them than I do say he's actually the best shooter of the three brothers. His form looks the best. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, he probably hindered his career with the whole China incident. Well, uh, I fully still don't get that to this day. Like, no, no. Why would you steal, man? Like, yeah, yeah. his brother was already, you know, playing for the Lakers yeah. at the time. Fan- family has like, got money. Like, what do you need to steal for? You know, he probably it. got... Yeah, he would have got kickbacks from uh, their their show at the time, uh, Ball and the Family. Yeah, man, it's like they're not broke. You know? Yeah, yeah, no, idiotic. Um, you know, lost his college scholarship. I, I think it probably set him back a year or two. I think you know? so. Yeah. Um. So, like, I'm. I didn't mind them giving him a summer league spot. Um. I don't want them to guarantee him a roster spot. I think he has to earn it. But from what I've seen, I think he's definitely an upgrade over whichever Martin brother we still have. Because we still have we still have one of them. I don't know which one. Yeah, they might have like switched unis and stuff like the Morris yeah, twins. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so 
yeah, I, I wouldn't be upset if we did give him a roster spot, but as long as he's there to work, and it looks like he is. Yeah, I think, like, he could get on, like, forge a role in the NBA. Like, mm. he's sort of, like, 10th man, sort of 3 and D type dude. Yeah, yeah. He's definitely worth a crack, man. Like, mm. Yeah. Um, you know, the shooters will always find a home as long as, you know, they can sort of get open. He's a, he's a decent rebounder for his size too. Um, he's only six five, but he's a, he's a pretty decent rebounder from from uh, the little highlights I've seen as well, which I which I like. I'm not sure exactly what he's like defensively, but I have a feeling like if he's like his brothers, then the potential's there. Yeah, they've sort of all got that sort of mold, don't they? You know, yeah, the, yeah, the defense, and they've all got a bit of a knack for rebounding too. So yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah. Just one of them had to be worse than the others, so yeah, yeah. Angelo's it. But yeah, you never know, man. Like, I mean, he's still he'd still be pretty young. Well, what's Alonso? He'd be twenty three. So uh, Angelo sounds must about be right. Angelo's twenty two. Angelo's nearly twenty three, and then Lamelo's like twenty. Yeah, yeah. It's still young, man. Still young. It's like watching Siku, you know. In the summer league, and he, it's his third year in the NBA. He's twenty. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> but Sad- Sadiq Bay has only played one year in the league, and he's twenty-two. Yeah, yeah. going twenty-three. You know, but guys like Brandon Clark and Cam Johnson and that are like twenty-five. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here's Siku, who's only like twenty, and uh, three-year vet. Three-year vet. So, it's good. I, I like the different history and and guys from different backgrounds you know they all have their own path so you know pj tucker got drafted and then went to europe for like five or six years and then yep. made his way back now he's a champion yeah a sought after champion that is too yeah so, yeah just just got paid paid he just got paid yeah down in miami deserved thoroughly thoroughly deserved too oh totally, totally. um yeah, the Pistons, man, uh, I've watched both games. Really enjoyed them, actually, both games, seeing Kate out there. Uh, but uh, first I'm going to address, like, and I know it's mostly on Twitter, which is the place for NBA. Mm. Man, can these guys, like, saying Jalen Green was the pick over Cade and Killian Hayes is trash, can they just get a fucking grip? Like, wake the fuck up. It's two games of summer league. Two games of summer league. These guys are like twenty. Trey Young absolutely sucked in summer league. Now he led his team to the Eastern Conference Finals. Yep, that's right. Stop living in this fucking this. Oh, I, I don't know if it's this. Gen, it's a generational thing or what. It, we we the live in a reactionary. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's a it's a reactionary thing. Like you'll see someone having a career. Yeah, they have one bad game, and everyone's like, oh, he's washed. You know, like that—that's where we're at. Like Jalen Green had a good game, bro. Yeah, he, he hit he's had two NBA good shots. Like yeah. he hits NBA shots. He's—he's going to be a baller. Yeah. You can—you just know it. He is. Is he but, a hooper? He's a hooper. He's a hooper. Um, yeah, like come on, guys. Like, it was after one game, too, with Killian. Mm. Oh, Killian, he's shit. He's never going to be anything. It's a waste. Of, I'm just like, ah, it just fucking annoys me. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, no, I know exactly. 
It's summer league. Yeah. Calm the fuck down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Just enjoy it. Like, there were people doing a redraft of this most recent draft after one summer league game. Oh, man. Some, some I'm people so, haven't even played. Yeah. I'm so glad I did not see that. <laughs> like, yeah. Mm. Uh, it's, uh, it's yeah, it's just the the thing we live in now. Like you gotta you gotta filter through the the shit to get to the the good analysis, you know. Yeah, and it was good. Like I listened to um, Locked On Network. They've got a podcast for each NBA team. Ku mm. uh, Cahill is a Pistons guy, and yeah, yeah, I like that guy. Yeah, he's good, and um, he really broke down the games really well. Like. And you're saying too, like you want to test different lineups, you want mm-hmm. to try different schemes, you want to see if particular players have improved in a particular area. So, like Killian Hayes, has his shot getting better? He took some shots, which was good. His floater game is excellent, but yeah. yeah, he still needs to work on the outside shot, and he took those shots. So you gotta, it's 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 a league for improvement and cohesion and chemistry, like working it out between these young guys that you have on your team. Mm-hmm. And like sometimes guys like Jalen Green who are like ISO scorers most of the time he, he's actually a really good passer when in the game against the Pistons too. He's yeah, I think he's going to be a bit more than just a scorer too. He's he made some really nice passes, good vision too, and and got the ball there quickly, which was really cool to see. I think he's going to be really good, Jalen Green. But I'm I'm still man, what what I see from Cade like just as a leader and all those other traits of his that he has. Mm-hmm. Man, he he's awesome, eh? He he's really awesome. Um, and just because you miss a few more shots doesn't mean you're trash. Like, come on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And in that first game that we had, like Hayes and Cade both really pushed passes in transition. They we've uh, threw away a lot of turnovers. So, but I don't mind it. Like, and even in today's game against the Rockets, we sort of made a bit of a comeback there in the end, but. Uh, the Rockers were just on. Um, oh, man, their picks are really nice too. What I, what I saw them, Sengun, the big guy. Sengun's looking good, yeah. Yeah, he, his stroke's good too. And um, yeah, he's got some moves. Uh, also, uh, Christopher too. They're, I think they picked him 24th. Or 24th. Oh, yeah, I did, didn't see much. He came right, they had two picks in a row, Garuba and then him. Yeah, he was nice yeah. too. Oh, yeah. so, I haven't seen much of him. I've just seen a little bit of uh, Sengun on Twitter. Yeah, so nah, they've got they've got some really nice little pieces there, the Rockets. So yeah, well done to them. They're doing what we did last year, so good on them. Um, really like what I saw from CQ too. Yeah, defense. Uh, five blocks in the first game. Uh, got nice. another nice block today. His shot wasn't going down, but other than that, everything else was good. Setting screens. Mm. Um, they got him a bit more involved today than the than the first game. Um, yeah, pick and popping, cutting to the rim. Just and making smart decisions on defense too. A, a couple he really, it sort of reminds me of when Drummond was sort of at his best defensively, maybe four or five years ago. Like he'd he'd lock in, but then he'd just have that one brain explosion. I see mm-hmm. this, that's still in Siku's game, which yep. hopefully he can he can get out of. But I think it's just a communication thing with the, with the young guys there. Um, yeah, yeah, they'll get there. Yeah, they'll get there. So. Yeah, I, I like what I've seen from the Pistons in these two games, even though we've lost both. Um, yeah, Jalen Green, he looked he looked really good today, man. Like, really good. He, yeah. He's going to be their leading scorer easily for the Rockets. Mm. 
I wonder if that uh, upsets old uh, KPJ because he's gonna he's gonna basically take a back seat again, isn't he? Mm, I, I, it's gonna be interesting whether you if they start both him and Green. Mm. They're quite okay. similar actually because yeah. they're both sort of scorers, but they can also facilitate a bit too. Mm. I mean, what do you got to lose? I'd start. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, you want you want to tank it again, just. Mm. Man, they could they could go off too if they're both both on form in, in the game. So yeah, yeah, some nice pieces there. You know, Jason yeah. Tate and yeah, yeah it's f- funny. Like a year ago, well, less than a year ago, you know, when they traded Harden for what essentially was Kelly Olynyk, um, <laughs> you know, everyone was mocking the Rockets, and they've done a pretty decent quick rebuild. Like obviously they're still rebuilding. They're not back but you know drafting smartly uh you know picking up guys like kpj for very cheap yeah um you know it's it's smart moves like you know the the kpj move is like if it doesn't work out you just cut him you only gave up what a late second round pick for him yeah you take your flyer and guys like yeah, that. yeah yeah so i really like the job they've done eh yeah i like it too that they had to commit to the rebuild. Just like, yeah, it reminds me a lot of us last year. Um, like, we took a flyer on Jenna Smith Jr. Unfortunately, he got injured. Mm. But he had some good games. He had a good cute yeah, little stretch there for triple, us. Then. Triple dub? Yeah. I don't know what, if he saw it. Hopefully someone picks him up. I've, I've still got hope for him. But you got to take flies on guys like that. If it's a, if it's a second round pick and stuff, just, and yeah, if yeah. you've got a few of them stashed away, just, just use them. Exactly. Uh, Luca Gaza, a big guy too, college player of the year. Man, he his outside shot is nice, man. He had a he had a very nice Dirk fade away oh, too. I oh, saw that. Classic nice. Dirk, one legged. Yeah, still a bit nice. slow on, on defense. Yeah. Um, but man, his offensive game looks really good. Apparently, so, he's lost hope- a lot of weight already too. Yeah, he's dropped twenty five pounds since the end yeah. of the college season. So, yeah, it's, yeah he's know, committed. He, he shows he's, he's, shows he's hard. committed. He's he's someone that could end up being a, a steal if if it works out. You know, the shots there, the work ethics there. Um, obviously, there's the talent for him to be college player of the year. It's whether it translates over, but you know, he's already better than Kaminsky. So yeah, I'm gonna bring that count up. Well, it just finds a way onto the podcast somehow, it, every it podcast. Does. It does. <laughs> I, guess, I guess there's no better time to say, fuck Frank Kaminsky. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. If you go back through nearly every podcast we've ever done, those those three words are in every podcast. So, there they are. Yeah. Um, speaking of someone fucking screwing themselves, Dennis Schroeder, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he'll be kicking himself. Or if you're kicking his agent, I don't know, one of the two. Yeah, probably his agent. Um, just reeks a Newlands Noel of three or four years ago. Absolutely. Uh, Noel turned down, I think it was a four-year, $70 million contract with the Mavs. Sounds about right. And ended up, I think, on about the same, the one year for $3 million, I think his was. was. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a little over a minimum. Yeah, with a thunder, I think. Yeah. It's going off memory. Um, yeah. So Schroeder, yeah, he ends up signing a one-year deal with the Celtics for 5.9. Turned down four years, 84 million with the Lakers. 
Damn. Yeah, it's he could, you know, earn some of that back with a with a nice year. And I think Boston's a good situation for him or a decent enough situation for him. But yeah, I I I don't know what he was thinking. When he was offered that, he I believe he was was it it was after the, no it was during the when was that it was, was it before his, was it, it was, before his struggles kicked in or was he struggling at the time? Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing I, it was around the All Star break. If it was I even just before, like, yeah, I feel like he was in the midst of a little struggle at the time because I remember mm. everyone mocking him for turning it down. Yeah, it was definitely in the latter half of the season. The yeah, season half. Uh, it's you know like sometimes you just gotta like I I I I don't mind betting on yourself, but how much more was he gonna get? Well, the thing was, if you look at free agency and you look at teams that would possibly need you, like you know who you are as a player, <laughs> you work it out, man, and go, hmm, okay, yeah, like. There wasn't any really surprise openings, no. so he should have sort of known. Like, yeah, that's yeah. it. There were hardly any situations, unless he was banking on New Orleans, like paying him or Toronto paying him after Lowry left or something like that. Well, but, at the time, the Pelicans still had Lonzo, Bledsoe on the books. Yeah, true. Same with Toronto, Lowry, Van Vliet, like. Yeah, I think it was a pretty well, like the worst kept secret that Lowry was gone. Yeah. Either at the trade deadline or the end of the year, though. That's true. I definitely agree with. Yeah, I agree with that. But yeah, no, very like the situations where you where he could have gotten more than that were very minimal. Well, the Knicks were one, but you know they had quickly Rose and now Kimba's obviously signed with them. Um, like Rose resigning was, you know, it was not a shock at all. It was no, no, like, no, no, no. It was pretty expected. Yeah, with Tibbs here. So, yeah, man. And these rebuilding teams aren't going to go after him. No, the contenders were already sorted. That kind of yeah, exactly. The contenders were sorted, so you're sort of looking for that sort of mid-level team that yeah. needs a point guard and who had cap space too. If mm-hmm. you're looking at something bigger than a four-year, eighty-four million dollar deal. And yeah. the biggest market in the league, like the Lakers are the team. Yeah. Like you're not yeah. going to get any more exposure than that. So, yeah. And obviously, marketing and, you know, you can yeah. earn a bit more but, money with the Lakers. Yeah. Even looking at the teams that had cap space, San Antonio wouldn't be interested. They've got, you know, they've got a crowded backcourt. Derek White, Shante uh, Murray. Yeah. Uh, uh, at, at the time, also Patty Mills. Uh, you got Lonnie yep. Walker there as well. So, that, yeah, they're packed. Um, you know, Charlotte was packed at the time, yep. and he wouldn't be starting in Charlotte regardless. Um, Toronto made a little sense, but not Van twenty milli, not twenty million a year sense. Um, Dallas made a little sense, but again, they were going after other things. They were going after Lowry. Like, I wonder if he thought he would be like the Plan B to Lowry for the teams that didn't get Lowry, maybe. But I don't think he's even close to as good as Lowry. So I don't, yeah, I don't get it. Maybe Utah, like if Conley didn't resign. Maybe. Yeah, but would they have even had the cap space even if he walked? Um, well, Gobierry signed. I mean, sign and sign and trade, I guess. I guess Possibly. sign and trade opens up some other other um 
spaces. Yeah. Yeah. But I, even then, like, I don't, it was never a given that Conley was leaving. I think he was pretty open about staying in Utah. Yeah. So it really limited him, eh? So mm. I think it's on him and his agent, and really his yeah. agent too. Like, your agent yeah. should be. He should be letting you know, I, hey, what's going yeah, on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like the agent was like, oh, we can get more because he because he gets a cut, obviously. So you know, he should have been like forcing Schroeder to sign that contract. As yeah, that's weird, man. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it either. But hey, someone's got to miss out. Um, can't win them all, players. So, yeah, well, let's see how it does in Boston, too. Just quickly on the fit in Boston, what do you think in Boston? Like, uh, I think, I don't know. I don't know. I think Boston needed a point guard. So that, in that sense, it works. Like, I don't think Marcus Smart should be starting a point guard. He's an off-ball guard. Um, but he's not an upgrade over Kemba, even a struggling Kemba. I don't. He's not. He's not an upgrade. A struggling, unhealthy Kimber. I don't think Schroeder's an upgrade. So I don't know. I don't think it makes them better. To be honest, it's a weird fit to me. Yeah. He's he doesn't push the ball like. Yeah. He's a very half court ISO. You know, score first point guard. Yeah. yeah rather yeah. than a facilitator. I, I I think they should have just stuck with maybe developing Peyton Pritchard in that role in that role. Yeah, you know, just someone that's gonna get the ball to Brown and Tatum, just go hard on defense, just make the right passes, just yeah, hit open shots. Yeah, no, I just don't think Schroeder's that guy. I mean, it worked in OKC, but CP really like he slowed it right down in OKC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it just worked. That style worked for Schroeder, mm-hmm. even though he played off the ball quite a bit. And then when CP was on the bench, he sort of became the main ball handler. Yeah. Um. I mean, I never really liked him in in, in Atlanta, Schroeder. I wasn't a big fan. So I, I don't know. I can see it. I can see him just going hard because he needs to like he's got to earn yeah. his, he's got to earn some yeah. money. Now, I could like, see him having a big year because the motivation to earn that money back and to not be the laughing stock of the NBA. But, yeah, I don't, I don't really see it either. Mm. So, no, it's going to be interesting. Boston mm. is, is a strange team. Yeah, yeah. Brad Stevens, the uh, the executive, has uh, got some work to do. He does get them out of that hole that Danny Ainge put them in, eh? Yeah. <laughs> yep. The master. Speaking of a bit of a hole, um, Ben Simmons, he's sort of digging his one. Quite yes. easily here. Now he's he's cut off all contact with the Philadelphia 76ers. This is tanking his value. Mm-hmm. What does Daryl Morey do here? Like Morey, oh, but didn't didn't you see that video of him in the gym with Rondo shooting threes? Oh, was that last year or the year before or the year, or this just gone? No, it just happened. Oh, it just happened. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I changed my mind completely. He's yeah. going to be an excellent yeah. three-point shooter. Yeah, yeah. He's going to space the floor. He's going to take 20 shots per game. And, yeah, <laughs> he's... It, that's the crazy thing is that, like, every single season we see one of these videos um, and it's just the same shit. It gets to the games. He'll have a game where he shoots one or hits one and then it won't happen again for another 
like five, six, seven games or more is is the same thing. Like it's I don't think it's a skill thing at this point. I think it's an attitude thing. Yeah, it's a mentality. It really isn't him about hitting threes. He doesn't need to shoot threes. Yeah. But his mentality needs to, needs to yeah. change. Like if you yeah. don't take a dunk when you're six foot eleven, yes. An athlete who can yeah. throw it down, you take the dunk a hundred mm-hmm. times out of a hundred. Yeah. You don't pass it up. That's the thing. Like yeah, as getting to the line, like even if you're a poor three throw shooter, the other things like mm. he needs to be aggressive. Like he's he's a yeah. good passer and and he's especially good in transition. That's his game. But you got to learn how to fit in in half court situation. And the fit between him and Embiid just does not work. Like uh, there were yeah. there were times during the season where it was working, where Simmons was playing as the the screener. Um, with Embiid having the ball, and it was actually it was working, and then it just it just you know it works for a game or two, and then it goes back to how it was. And I just to be I I don't obviously I don't know the guy, but it just seems like Simmons has no real motivation to make things work. He just wants to do his thing, get paid. Yeah, you know, it's watch like... watch other people bang his girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's got to have like. These prime athletes, right, we've talked about this a few times, like they've got to have an ego, right? You've got to have an ego to get where you're going to get to, like mm. the top of the food chain in basketball. But then there's just a total lack of any reality. And I think Simmons is in that one. He's yeah, like, and I, I get it too, like he might need to block out a lot of shit that mm. he hasn't deserved. But at the same time, man, listen to some guys like where's these guys around him mm-hmm. that are pointing him in the right direction, or just yeah, does yeah. he not have the right guys around him? Like, 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 yeah, might be and surrounded I'm coming, by yes men. Yeah, like where's some basketball players like like helping them, or just yeah. yeah, as you say, does he just not give a shit? Like, there's it's either one, right? He's either mm. ignorant or dumb. Yeah, yeah, it's one or the other. But so what? What? More is in a bit of a shit situation now, isn't it? He? He's thinking. Fuck, yes, he is. Fuck, fuck! I'm losing value. I'm losing value here. To mm. if Portland rings up Maury on the phone right now, they mm. offer him CJ McCollum. Do they take it? I think. Straight I still spot. think. I, th- I think Maury is too stubborn at this stage to take it. I think. If we get to a point where Ben, like obviously he's not talking to the team, but let's say he says through a spokesperson, I will not play another game for the 76ers, then I think that's when Maury's hand is really forced. And he, he might go for I mean, to be fair, that trade benefits both teams. But there's the whole thing that comes out, that came out where Ben said he doesn't want to play in Toronto or Portland. He wants to play in California. And... Send yeah. him to Sacramento. Yeah, fuck him. Send him to the Kings. But in, in that sense, Sixers fans, I'm sorry, Twain, you are not getting De'Aaron Fox for Ben Simmons. <laughs> it is not happening. You're going to get like Buddy Heald and Marvin Bagley. You're not getting De'Aaron Fox. Let's just cut that out right now. It's not happening. But they've got Davion Mitchell now. Tyrese Halliburton. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, Davion Mitchell's <laughs> looked, looked, uh, looked pretty good in some league too. Um, but... Be that as it may, you're not getting De'Aaron Fox or Ben Simmons. I don't care. 
it's not happening. <laughs> yeah. If Vladi was still in charge, maybe it would happen. Yeah, maybe. Vladi, Vladi is a more. But yeah, no, I don't, you're not getting Fox. I, I could see, yeah, Buddy Heald. Um, I tell you, that wouldn't be too bad of a trade, actually. I think it's another one that makes it work. Like, I think you have to not worry about getting stars back and just make the fit for your team. Like, Embiid was an MVP candidate when healthy last year. Like, now's the time to build a winner. Well, you think about it, right? You think about it. Okay, Embiid, he can shoot from outside, plus he is dominant in the post. Like, dominant. You surround him with Torres Maxey, Buddy Heald, Danny Green, Seth Curry, Tobias, Tobias Harris, Harris. Yeah. Cork Mars. Like, uh, yeah, Cork, yeah, Tobias Harris isn't a spectacular three-point shooter, but all those guys are shooters. Yeah. it's You're rebuilding what Orlando did with Prime Dwight, but yes. also adding the fact that Embiid can step out and shoot if he needs to as well. And has like a hundred more moves than Prime yeah, he Dwight. Can, he can handle the ball. You know, he can bring the ball up the court himself. You know, he's a good passer. Like, yeah, that's. And if he's injured, they just bring in Drummond, who just can do all the same. Fuck <laughs> off. Oh, oh. um, <laughs> he threw me off my thought there. I wasn't. Shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry, I just had to throw that. <laughs> Fucking Drummond. Point God. <laughs> he's yeah, just returning um, from his own um, hash cookie company that he's just created, I think. Yeah, yeah. fucking Kareem Abdul Drummond, fuck out of here. <laughs> that was strange, so strange. Yeah. I think Kareem could probably beat him right now. I think so. Yeah. Um, Back to it. Yeah, Philly. what was it? I, I totally forgot where I was going. Philly and Bead. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you, you you make a move. Like, you don't worry about, like, you know, in quotations, losing the trade. Um, you know, if if you put the pieces in there and you win a title, ain't no one going to care if you won or lost the trade. Look at exactly. the, the Bucks. You know, a lot of people said the Bucks gave up way too much for Drew Holiday. No one's saying that now. They were rubbishing it. Yep. They were not rubbishing one, it. Not one person is saying that now. I tell you what, we both said though, me and you, we both yeah. said it on the podcast. Yeah. You gotta do it. Yeah. Yeah. They got them a ring. Yeah. They had to do it. They did it. Yeah. They went all in and it fucking paid off. Yeah. I think with Simmons it you know, maybe Simmons is the better player in, in most of these trade scenarios. Uh twenty four year old defensive player of the year candidate, um, three time all star already. So you might lose the trade, but yeah, if you win a title, who the fuck cares? Exactly. That's what it's all about, isn't it? Yep. Winning titles. Yeah. Um, also, real quick, there's an article going around where the Clippers could trade for uh, Simmons by offering, I think it was, was it Marcus Morris, Pat Beverly, and one other player. And it's like, who in the fuck suggested that? Like, it was the worst. Like, it's more unlikely than the Sixers getting De'Aaron Fox. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Who else is on their roster that's got a decent contract? Canard, maybe? No, so it was out of Canard and Marcus Morris. It was Canard if Ben Simmons waived his trade kick. But if he didn't, it had to be Marcus. It was a, yes. it was a third player. Yeah, Canard's on a four-year 60, I think. 
and Morris is on a four-year 64. Pat Bev is in on, I think he's around. He's on a 14, 14 mil, million. 14, 14 mil. Firing. Yeah. It was, I've just brought up the Rostics. It's really annoying me. I mean, I think Canard would be nice on Philly, actually. Like, Yeah. I actually can't find I don't know who the other person was. But whatever the case may be, it wasn't going to happen. It might have been Zubats. Might have been. But regardless, it was a, it was a poo-poo platter for Simmons, whose value is already, I wouldn't say in the toilet, but... It's going down. It's, it's, it's going pretty down. low. And the offer was laughable even then. So Clippers, you're not getting Ben Simmons. I tell you, though, if, yeah, if I was Daryl Morey and Portland offered me CJ McCollum, I'd take it. Yeah. I, I might, if, I'm, if I'm Philly, I might try and get something else you out of You might be able to try and get a pick or something. Yeah, like. get, a, get a pick or a, maybe a Nazir Little. Mm. And, and I don't think they give up Anthony Simons as well, but if you could get him, like, he'd be a fucking great fit in there. Um, but, yeah, I, I yeah, I, like, value-wise, it, it makes both teams better. But, yeah, I see Maury trying to force more out of it. Yeah. Oh, he will. He will. Mm. Um, Isaiah Thomas doing mm. everything he possibly can to make his way back into the NBA. Dropped 81. And, and the, um, what was it the, the, the crossover? Oh, yeah, it was Jamal Crawford's league. Yeah, yeah. Got really emotional, yeah. too, after after the game. Yeah. Um, can't blame the guy. Uh, it's a hard yeah. one, man. This yeah. is a real hard one. Obviously, he can still score. With, with mentioning the game before that, he scored like 63 or 65 as well. Yeah, six, was, yeah 64, I think. Yeah, so like 140, 140 points in two games. Yeah. It's, it's like when you, when you put it like that, it's pretty fucking crazy. Um, the thing with IT is that no one's doubting his scoring ability. Even in his brief stint with the Pelicans, uh, I think he put up like eight points in eight minutes a game. Yeah. Um, it's He is just too much of a liability defensively. If you could find the perfect situation where you can protect him fully and need his scoring, I think that's the only situation where it works. But this is, uh, you know, you mentioned Jamal Crawford. This is a Jamal Crawford situation. You know, Crawford played for Phoenix uh, a couple of years back, and then the whole entire next season was people saying, why hasn't Jamal Crawford got a team? It's because he's a defensive liability. Yep, and IT is even more of a defensive yeah. liability than Crawford. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's just one of those hard facts that you just have to take. Like, like why does an IT go to China and be a star? Yeah, like, I mean, could. I get it. Like, he, he probably, you know, maybe it's a pride thing. Maybe he wants to play in the NBA, and, I, you know, I respect that. But, yeah, I, I don't think it's going to happen. He might get a 10-day contract with someone who, you know, a team that's injury prone or a team that's struggling to score off the bench or something like that. But I don't see like a full-time contract coming his way. I just don't. No, I can't see a full-time contract. I can, I can, you might get on to the end of a bench somewhere at the end of the season or, yeah, you know, one of those yeah minimum signings. But yeah, I feel for the guy, man. I love his journey. I love like, his whole story is really 
cool, but also Absolutely. sad with his sister. Um, yeah, Danny Ainge did him dirty too, by the way. Yeah, it was. And what he did for that Boston team was just... Yeah. It was awesome at the time. Like It was. Yeah, I was fully rooting for the guy. Um, even even when he ended up in Cleveland, I was rooting for him once he came back. Just didn't, you know, it didn't quite happen. He wasn't healthy. Um, mm. And I, th- I just think too much time has passed, eh? Yeah, it's just one of those things, man. Like, yeah. It's only a certain amount of spots, and there's plenty of awesome players out there. Yeah. Like, if he, you know, if he really wants to play, like, maybe try and get a G League spot, work his way up through that. Like, you know, if he's dominating the G League, there's going to be NBA scouts there watching him and seeing if they can figure out a way to work him around. Like, it, it's got to be better. And I'm not mocking the guy, but better than him just, you know, retweeting everyone that talks about him on Twitter and, you know, almost begging. I guess I like I'm I'm not trying to yeah. you know, I'm not trying to mock him, but that's essentially what he's doing. I think yeah. if he said, you know, like, you know, give me a spot on a G League or, you know, something like that, then let NBA scouts watch you playing instead of just retweeting old highlights and stuff, you know, I think that's a way to go about it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Right. Just you know, just work your way back in now, and you've done yeah. all you can, man. Like social media wise and yeah, marketing and stuff. But yeah, it's either that or yeah, go China and earn some big money. Yeah, yeah, like China or Europe. It'd be I mean, Europe, maybe not. Europe's a bit more physical. You'd, I think he could still score there, but it's you can yeah. make some money in China. Yeah, yeah, China, but China. Yeah, he could get the the Marbury treatment. Like literally, like Marbury's a literally a like a a god over there. His own shoe and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like know what it's like due to the COVID, but... I actually don't thing. think that the Chinese league is taking foreign players this season. Okay. But, it's you know, you, can, you go to the G League and then when all the, the COVID stuff blows over, if it if it ever does, then, you know, you make your way over to China and, yeah, earn some money. He could yeah. come to Australia. He could come to the NBL. Come to the breakers. Yeah, more and more, more and more former NBA dudes coming to the NBL. Yeah, it's a good league. Yeah. Right, on to the mailbag. Um, we've got a few questions here to go over. Let's crack into it. Um, first question. Now that Giannis has a ring, who do you see gaining a similar, always a bridesmaid, never a bride reputation? I've got two answers for this, but I'll go through them after you. Mm, I've got the I've I didn't think about this too much to be honest. I probably should have thought about it more. Um, <laughs> the first one that comes to mind, we've just talked about him, Joel Embiid. Um, you know, eliminated by the the lucky Kawhi shot a couple of years back, and then you know Trey Young. Yeah, yeah, Trey Young. Last and yeah, the season just gone through. No fault of his own. Did everything he could. Played at an MVP level and had a teammate passing up an open dunk and things like that. Um, you know, I, I feel like I feel like Embiid's a pretty uh, a pretty good candidate. Uh, the other one I thought of was actually Donovan Mitchell. Um, hmm. You know, the last two seasons the Jazz have been eliminated while not being fully healthy. Uh, of, uh, in the bubble, the Jazz had that mass, the amazing shootout series, Mitchell versus Jamal Murray. Um, and then last yeah. year, Murray, Murray wasn't quite healthy. And, 
you know, it wasn't a good matchup for Gobert and, you know, this and that and this and that. And something always seems to go wrong. So, um, yeah, I think Donovan Mitchell's won. But, again, I'm probably missing someone really obvious. But I think my main pick is Joel Embiid. Mm. Yeah, I think, yeah. If, if they still struggle again in the playoffs, well, yeah, could be him. I've got the first one that came to mind for me was CP3. Oh, yeah. I knew there was an obvious one. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought he had the title of this saying, always a bridesmaid, never a bride. I think he had the title, and he sort of retained the title. <laughs> you know, I think he, he was the number one guy when it came to that. Like, I never really thought of Giannis as that, because he's still young, and he was quite raw when he started. So yeah, maybe but... if it went on a few more years. I, yeah, I, I get the question, because... With Giannis, a lot of people were, you know, they they doubt his his MVPs. Um, that they and, did, and you know, they had the Bucks had the best record in the league well, last, not the season just gone, the one before, uh, and they were always considered a disappointment in the playoffs. So people said the MVPs were a fluke. Um, so I feel like Giannis sort of needed to get that title to um, to get cement. rid of that reputation. Yeah, yeah, to to rid the stigma of of um this this thing so i i kind of do get the question i do think yeah cp3 yeah, is I, I definitely do get a it. better yeah cp3 is definitely a better um a better fit then yeah so. I, I think with cp3 is because the length of his career too like he's mm. just something's always happened in the playoffs too just like yeah. Embiid, but it's been happening for a way longer time yeah um and obviously loses again in the finals so for me cp3 takes the throne but my, the second guy that came to mind for me was Dame. Interesting. Um, yeah, well, he's older than Embiid. He, he's older he than is. Giannis. He's yeah. been around since 2012, 13. And he's sticking in the market. He wants to stay in Portland, even when they went through a bit of drama in the offseason with the hiring of Billups and all that stuff. He's still there. He hasn't got traded. Mm-hmm. I think he's next in line after CP3. Even before yeah. Joel Embiid, in my yeah. opinion, um, just because he's stubborn too, like he wants to stay in Portland. Like he's mm. he's made that a fact. He's yeah. a loyal guy. He's a hard worker, and due to his limitations and and how they built that team, mm. like it always seems like they just ne- they can never take that next step. Like the Bucks, like we just brought up, they did the trade for Drew. They realized, mm. fuck, we need yeah to do a move here. So. To help us get over that hump, mm. and Portland just never seems to do it. So, unless he go well, if he went to the fucking Lakers, which the whole league would hate, apart from Lakers fans, like he's he's always going to be, you know, just trying to fight an uphill battle, basically, isn't it? It, it, it? His he will have a like he'll have a uh, a reputation like Durant if he ever did that. If he went to the Lakers, yeah, he would. Because yeah. it'd yeah, be like, yeah. fuck it, I'm just going all in yeah. for, for a championship with yeah. the best, some of the best guys. Yeah, but I don't think Dane, that's... It's not his mentality, him. is it? No, no. Um, but also, yeah, like, Neil O'Shea needs to get the sack, man. Like, you know, it, it's desperation. Like, this is the closest Dane's ever come to asking out. Like, there were, you know... 
previously he's always been like, no, Portland's where I want to be, Portland's where I want to be. And then he was asked about it this time, and he said something along the lines of, um, uh, like fans apologized to him for something, and he said uh, something along the lines of, um, you know, it's going to get to a point where sorry doesn't do anything or something like that. Yeah. Which yeah. is the closest he's actually come to saying, yeah, get me out of here. So, and then O'Shea followed it up by doing nothing in the off season, like signing Cody Zeller. Yes. The bald yeah. eagle. I, I love the bald eagle. Don't get me wrong, but like Portland's a team that should be desperate right now. Yeah, I agree. Like, like they should be on the phones. They should be, you know, shopping CJ, um, you know, anything you've got, you should be, you should be shopping it. Um, you know, Nurk didn't, didn't seem too happy uh, at the end of the season. So maybe see where he's at. And if he's not happy, shop, send him out, get something in return. Like this team is not built right. And I'm not saying they need to blow it up, but they need to retool rather than running it back and only adding Cody Zeller. Yeah, I just think they retooled, they, they retooled last offseason, but they just sort of got the wrong players. Like Derek Jones Jr. just wasn't the right fit. Roko wasn't what they thought he'd be. Like, Yeah, the, uh, the Derek never... Jones Jr., I think he, I think Stotts gave up on him too quickly. Uh, it's, I, I think he could still be a good sort of serviceable 3 and D guy, but I don't know what they wanted him to be. If they wanted him or expected him to be more than that, then that's, yeah, that's on Neil O'Shea again. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so it'll be, it'll be interesting to see, like, CP's re-upped in Phoenix, so mm. you never know. It's going to be probably a tougher battle in, in the next yeah. few years than this year yeah. with yeah. that chance. But Yeah, Brooklyn's healthy, Lakers retooled, uh, you know, Milwaukee's running it back. Um, yeah, it's going to be a much tougher road to get back. Yeah, so he might be the bridesmaid of the yeah. last generation, CP. Yeah, good. I mean, good on him, though, for re-upping in Phoenix rather than taking a minimum in LA. Yeah, exactly. I like it, too. Mm. All right, next question, uh, also Bucks-related. Did the Bucks secretly improve this off-season? Now, is it, is is it, it a secret? secret? Yeah, that's I what yeah. I was thinking. No, I, I, don't, I don't think it's a secret. I think they... Um, I think they very clearly upgraded. Uh, their biggest weakness was depth. Um, they they definitely uh, thinned their depth. Uh, I mean, downgrading from PJ Tucker to Semi Ojale hurts a little, but they also got uh, uh, Rodney Hood. They re-signed Portis to a very good contract. Yes. Um, they brought back George Hill. And I really like the trade for Grayson Allen. So do I. Hmm. Like, is, if he's not being a fuckwit, Grayson Allen's a very good player. Well, he hasn't been a fuckwit in, in quite a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, if he's <laughs> gotten that all out of his system, then this is a very good get for, for the Bucks. Well, Dante DiVincenzo, too, will be back. So That's that's right, yeah. So they, you know, they, they don't have that um, heat check guy because uh, Brent Forbes left. I mean, uh, I Rodney Hood brings job. a little bit of that. Yeah, but I I like guys who, you know, they they make you want to rip your hair out, but then they have a game where they drop like 30 quick points. 
and you're like, okay, all is forgiven. And then it, like, it's a vicious cycle. I think every team. Needs, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Dion Waiters a few years back. Like every team needs a guy like that. Um, yeah, they don't and, really have that guy, do they? No, they definitely. I mean, I guess you could almost say you Bob pick one up. This is, is kind of like that guy, but they because they were meant to get Austin Rivers last season too when he was cut from the Knicks, and I don't know what happened, but it fell through and he went to Denver. Like Austin Rivers is another guy like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there'll be there'll be guys like that available, and and I I think even with the loss of Forbes, I think they've definitely improved. Uh, the yeah. loss of Forbes and and Tucker, sorry. Um, they got a better point guard off the bench is, is the main thing. Jeff Teague should not be seeing minutes in the NBA. That guy sucks. So George Hill, massive upgrade. Grayson Allen, solid 3 and D wing off the bench. Um, yeah, and Hood. Hood, same as well. Uh, I, yeah, I just think they a little downgrade from Tucker to Ojale. Uh, but then again, they'll be, they'll be uh, contenders in the, the buyout market. Um, you know, they probably they might have a trade up their sleeve later in the season. Who knows? But they definitely improved. I just think the only the issue is other teams improved as well. Yeah. Yeah, they probably might still need a big, but they drafted um who do they draft again? Isaiah Todd. Yeah. Yeah, so he he's a he's a big, so we'll see how uh, he goes. No, Isaiah Todd got traded. Oh, was he traded? Indiana. Indiana. Ah uh, yeah. So they don't have him. I think he ended up in Washington. He did end up in Washington somehow. But he yeah, yeah. he was traded That's right. uh, to Indiana and then figured out a way to Washington. I don't know. So yeah, they, they probably do need another big. Um I don't know. I don't know who's out there, but Could be someone. Yeah. yeah. They got they've definitely got a lot more depth now. Like Absolutely. Yeah. If you if Steven Chinzo comes back and starts for them. Mm. Then you got Patty C. George uh, Till, Porter, yeah, Grayson Grace Allen, Hood, Hood Porter, all off the bench. Yeah, like that's a pretty decent bench. And then you can, yeah, there'll be someone bought out that they can pick up on the cheap. There you go. Yeah, so, no, yeah, not much of a secret. They definitely improved. No, definitely improved. All right. Next question: Will the Bulls be a top four seed in the East, or did the moves they make impact negatively towards their future? Uh, it didn't impact negatively. So I did they? Don't, I don't think a, they're a top four team. So Brooklyn, Milwaukee are locks, right? Yeah. I still think unless this Ben Simmons things completely explodes, I think Philly's still a top four team. Miami's improved. In I, think my, I, think, I think Miami's better than Chicago. I think Atlanta is probably at least on par with Chicago. I think the Knicks... I think... There's like I a think 20% there. chance, isn't there, yeah, making yeah. the top Yeah, I think four. they're more likely a sixth seed. But, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if they got fourth, but I wouldn't necessarily say they're a favourite for top four. I think I definitely think Miami's better than them. Um, yeah, and Brooklyn, Milwaukee, Philly, I think are all better than them too. Yeah, I, yeah you said exactly what I wanted to say here. Like, there's a, there's a small chance that they they could make the top four. Like injuries happen and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. They could yeah. make it, but in all likeliness, they won't. But yeah. I'm going to say they should definitely make the playoffs. I, yeah. I think they're definitely if, in that next group. If you put a gun to my head and said, where will the Bulls finish in the East? I'd, I'd pick sixth. 
Yeah. And it definitely, yeah, it didn't impact them negatively. I mean, no, no, definitely. their lineup looks a lot more fluent yeah. on both ends of the floor. Lonzo really helps in that. And, and having Kobe White come off the bench is that sort of that score think, that we're just talking about now. Yeah, the, the main thing for Kobe White is there's no pressure for him to play make. He yeah. can just come off the bench and be a gunner, which is what he's suited to. Yeah. So I think I think you're going to see a lot better season from Kobe this year. Um, I think I think DeRozan is a pretty solid fit. Um, yeah, defensively, uh, it's a bit, a little bit messy. Uh, Pat Williams has actually looked really good in summer league too. Yeah, he's good, man. Yeah, I yeah, liked what so, I saw from so him. He's, last he's going to be he's going to be quite good. Um, I think he's good defensively too. I haven't seen too much of him in season, so I can't say for sure. But no, nah, he, he's really I've, good. Yeah, and but who's their big man off the bench? Oh, they signed um, Tony Bradley. Yeah, there's a bit of lack of depth there. I mean, yeah. Rooch and then yeah, Bradley off the bench isn't ideal. Yeah, like I don't mind Bradley as a backup, but yeah, you probably need if you want to be a top four. I think you need a bit a better backup big. Yeah, and the only other bug they do have is Markinen, who's restricted yeah. free agent. So yeah, they should just get rid of him. Um, but yeah, no, I think it's encouraging for Bulls fans because they at least made moves in the right direction. They absolutely improved, and I like all the moves they made. But I don't think it's faulted them to top four status. Yeah, summed up well there, mate. I agree. All right, on to the next. Is there any hope the Lakers won't be a disaster? Uh, yeah, there's hope. There's I, hope. Think there's I, a, I think there's a lot of hope, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah. It's, the, I mean, if, if they get injuries, it's going to be a disaster. Like, the, the, uh, you know, there's all the memes and shit, but they are very old. Like, yeah, it's just a, it's a fact. There's, there's no way of avoiding it. Uh, also, okay, real, I just want to real quick. Um, LeBron with this whole he does this fucking I need to vote, motivate myself shit, and he makes up shit that people said that they didn't actually say. And he did this with that saying, you know, people are saying we're too old to be in the NBA. No one, no one fucking said that. Not one person said that. Maybe Trevor Ariza. You could make a case Trevor Ariza shouldn't be in there anymore. Hashtag um, wash team. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's so fucking cringy. Like, it's just, like, come on, man. You don't need to do that. That's, yeah, fuck. I, I, that, that shit pissed me off. It really did. It pissed me off. But <laughs> that being said, um, I think this is a – I think they're going to miss KCP, but I do think this is a pretty decent roster. It is. They've, they've got some shooters are coming off the bench. Yeah, which is something they sorely missed last season. They needed shooters. Yeah, yeah defense they got, is going to be interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they were the best defensive team last season. Uh, I think, yeah, losing KCP is going to hurt. Losing Caruso is going to hurt. Yep. You know, despite all the all the you know the memes about him as well. Um, you know, losing him is actually going to hurt. Um, yeah, and they didn't really bring in any. Really good defenders. Uh, you know, Ariza's past it. Uh, baseball's decent. Uh, Monk is underrated as a defender, but he's not. He's not locked down. But there's a lot of effort there, and there's room to improve. He's still young. Uh, Kendrick Nunn is not a lockdown defender. Lakers fans, stop it. 
<laughs> so, yeah, uh, defensively, they're going to be interesting. I will say, I'll give them credit where it's due. I like that they extended Vogel now rather than letting him play out the last season. Uh, you know, there'll be all the thing of, you know, is Vogel on the hot seat, blah, blah, blah. You know, they extended him now, took out any doubt. I, I like that. He deserved it. He's been a very good coach. A lot of times LeBron's coaches don't get the credit they deserve. Um, and I think Vogel's done a very good job with them. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah not too much there. More to say from me. I think mm-hmm. you've summed up well there. They've got options and scoring-wise now, like, you know, Talon Horton Tucker. Ellington can really shoot on the fly. Very good shooter. Yeah, he had a really nice shooting year for us last year. Um, on to the next question, which sort of is in line with that one. Is Mellow an underrated addition to the Lakers, either as a likely six-man, or do you think he'll spend most of his time as a bench warmer? So does he have a prominent role off the bench, like in the six-man role, or is he more just backup, backup? I mean, I don't, I don't know what the Lakers starting lineup is. I do think Carmelo takes the Markeith Morris minutes because um, Markeith went to Miami, um, and I know Anthony Davis has already said he's going to play a lot more centre this season. Well, he needs to because uh, yeah, they don't he, have. He one hundred percent has to, unless you're going to start Dwight, which is yuck. And Marcus who didn't play much either. Yeah. Um, so I think there is minutes for Carmelo. He he could be their sixth man. Like, I don't. I, he was actually my pick for sixth man of the year last season. Not not after the season, before the season, my prediction was Carmelo yep. to be sixth man of the year. Um, I don't see it this year but i do think he's going to he's not going to be warming the bench i think he's going to be a very good contributing bench player maybe but i think he probably only gets about 15 ish games yeah marky averaged 20 last year yeah uh, maybe maybe mellow gets there it depends how much they want to play trevor ariza to be honest because those two are pretty much going to say play the same position but for different reasons yeah i'm going to say he's like the seventh man like i think one yeah. of these guards they they end up choosing one of these guys as their main guy, whether yep. it's Malik well, Monk so, or THT. Yeah, so who's going to start? Like, obviously Westbrook. Uh, LeBron, probably, AD. Yeah, like, is LeBron going to be the power forward? I guess that doesn't matter too much. Um, like, do you you just committed to THT, signing him to a three-year extension. Do you start him? Yeah, I think I, think I would. And then you got... Or it's either, to me, it's either him or Ellington, actually. Maybe both. Put THT as small forward. I think you could do it these days. So Westbrook, Ellington, THT. Yeah. LeBron, AD. LeBron, AD. Hmm. I mean, they're flexible. I mean, you could still hmm. start Gasol in some matchups, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Change it around with the matchups, yeah. Um, I think if that's the lineup, I think Monk would be and should be the first man off the bench um you know swap him out for because monk's a pretty underrated passer as well like you can play him next to russ or you can use him to spell russ yeah like, i i, I would have a nana you're gonna be yeah maybe maybe i'm biased but i would i would play monk well over nuns nuns trash fuck that guy yeah that those those two will be fighting for minutes i think 
Like I think yeah. like Ellington and THT's roles are a little bit different. Yeah. I think Monk and Nunn are nearly the same type of player here. I think Monk's a better scorer. Mm. And Nunn, he, he scored a few points too. He's yeah, he, he's, he's probably not a flamethrower like Monk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Monk, Monk was a like a good scorer last season. Like, um, you know, forty percent from three, um, efficient, and you know, could score in bunches. Uh, none, none was decent last year. Fifteen points a game, but I think he played more minutes too. Yeah, he he would have. Yeah, twenty nine minutes. Yeah, thirty percent from three. Yeah, I mean to be fair, like the if I put all my biases aside, the nun signing was actually really, it was a good signing. He's just got a rocky past. <laughs> yeah, I think he thinks of himself as a better player than he is as well. Yeah, one of those guys. But yeah. hey, you got to have an ego. Yeah, I, I just I yeah. wish Monk went somewhere that he was going to get consistent minutes and um, you know, give himself a chance to actually reaches potential that he's had that he's shown flashes of um also monk averaged about the same assists per game as none in 10 minutes less so mm-hmm. probably the better playmaker off the bench to be honest there you go i'd rather see monk in that role rather than yeah. none too so see what happens i don't think it's a disaster i mean it depends on what like if you're a lakers fan like a disaster wouldn't actually be much like be like Losing do, three games in a row. Yeah, I do so think I if they if they get hit with injury though, they're fucked. Oh, if LeBron or AD goes down, they that's... not even so much. I mean, that definitely that. But also, like, if they lose a couple of bench pieces to injury, they've got no depth. Especially a big. Yeah, yeah, they're very very shallow in the in the center position. Um, even the forward yeah, position just, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Like, if that's if injuries swept their bench, then yeah, it, I could see a disaster. But looking at it now, I don't think their off season was disastrous by any means. Nah, it was a different direction. Yeah, I wish it was, because fuck the Lakers all day every day. <laughs> right, how many games until Luca turns on Jason Kidd? Yeah. Depends if you think he's going to turn on him or not, I suppose, doesn't it? To start with. It's, yeah. If, if Luca was a woman, I would be more concerned. Because <laughs> um, Jason Kidd's a piece of shit. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't. I get the, the idea behind the question. Um, the Slovenian coach is, is on the Mavericks bench. Why didn't they just give him the job? I think they just didn't like, like... His first season, that one season in Phoenix, and Aiton's rookie season, they just, I think everyone, he just got overwhelmed with like, oh, you just got to pick Luca. And he yeah, just, and, and to, yeah, to be fair, he wasn't given a good roster to work. Nah, like, was, in, in Phoenix, you know, I, I think Marcus if the whole, Harris, yeah, Josh yeah, Jackson, like if the if the idea of this was to you know, sabotage Kid halfway through to give. Luca, the Slovenian coach. They would have just given Luca the Slovenian coach. Yeah. Um, they wouldn't have, have done. Although, to be fair, there wasn't enough negative press on the signing of Kid. It all went to Chauncey Billups. Which was. I, I mean, deservedly, there was should have been scrutiny on that. I'm not saying Chauncey 
you know, uh, I'm not getting it. I'm not saying he was guilty or blah, 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 blah. But there should, there was, the scrutiny was deserved. But there was no scrutiny with the kid signing. And kid is a well, proven yeah. multiple time war, woman beater. Like, it's not even a hearsay thing. It's, it's, it's there. It's done. It's yeah. happened multiple times. And there was yeah. no, no scrutiny at all. And I don't get it. It just uh, doesn't make sense, does it? No, no. And and he's a shit coach. <laughs> like, everyone forgetting that part as well. Like, he's a but terrible coach. the players coach. love him. The players love him for some reason. And I don't get it because this Giannis book that's come out, there's been excerpts leaked everywhere. And I don't understand why Giannis likes the guy. Like, he was a nutcase. Um, I wish I had an example to share with you, but I don't. Well, I'm going to... I'm going to answer the question directly. I think Luca turns on him in two and a half seasons. Yeah, it, it's not going to be right away. I, I think it could be. Why am I following Jason Kidd on Twitter? Give fuck. <laughs> um, it could be. Uh, Are you like, following him for his X's and O's? <laughs> um, fuck that threw me off because I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> I've I've totally lost my train of thought. Oh no, that's it, that's it. I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. So if the Mavericks miss the playoffs, I think they could be the start of the rockiness. And I don't think the Mavs make the playoffs this year. Ooh, that's a big call. But they didn't make their team better, and they got a worse coach. They went from Rick Carlisle to Jason Kidd. That's a downgrade, man. It's a massive downgrade. I mean, Luca's going to get better, but the whole issue was never Luca. It was the support around Luca. Well, I like the Reggie Bullock signing for me. Yeah, I really did. He's going to help, but he's he, not. Yeah, like, but other than that, they're basically running it back. Yeah, the Porzingis thing. Yeah, you know, they, they didn't get rid of Porzingis, who is rumored to him and Luca are rumored to not get along in the slightest. Um, they didn't make an aggressive push for a playmaker. Well, it's nah. I don't know. I don't dig it. I don't. Yeah. I, I. I don't think the Mavs. Uh, maybe. Uh, let me. Let me. Let me see. Let me. See. Uh, I mean, the Warriors are going to be back in there. I mean, okay, locks. Lakers, Clippers. Even even with Kawhi out for most of, if not the whole season, I think the Clippers are a lock for the playoffs. Utah, Denver. Uh, Utah, Denver, Phoenix. That's five. That's five. Locks. Did I say Golden State? I think Golden State's a lock if Clay's healthy. At six. At six. Then you've got you've got Portland. You've got an improving Memphis. Um, So that's eight. I mean the Spurs. Like you can never count out the Spurs. So I mean they're not a lock. They're definitely not a lock. No, no. Dallas is not a lock, and they you know there's nine teams that can realistically battle for eight spots. Ten if you count. No, nine if you count Memphis. No, 10 if you count Memphis. Memphis is definitely in the contention for playoffs. Yeah, so there's, there's 10 teams ten teams for eight spots, and six of those spots are locked. So there's four teams for two spots. Dallas is one of those four teams. But yeah. And they will get messy if they miss the playoffs. Yes, yes. Just this season, let alone yeah. two seasons in a row. Yeah. Mm. All right, another team in the West. Do the Jazz have what it takes to make another playoff run? Yeah, hundred percent. It's I, I I assume the question means a deep playoff run. 
Yeah, because they're they're a lock for the playoffs. That's barring serious injuries, they're a lock for the playoffs. You know, Quinn Snyder was, you know, one of the best coaches this season, one of the best three coaches of the entire season. Utah was the top team for ninety nine percent of the regular season. Um, and they just got a bit unlucky with a bad uh, Mitchell injury, uh, bad timing on the Mitchell injury. Uh, I think Conley was hurt as well for a little bit. Yeah, um, he was. And they just had a, a bad matchup that Gobert, you know, was not was not useless, but exposed. it was not. Yes, exposed. That's that's the word. So yeah, no Utah. I mean, they might need a little a little luck on their side. I think Gobert still needs to add something to his offensive game, whether it be just a, a reliable hook shot or a, you know just a little mid range jump shot. He needs to add something. Yeah. Um, I do like the Utah. Did they lose anyone in free uh, agency? Favors. Oh, okay. That that's not too bad. But they picked up Rudy Gay. They picked up yeah. Eric Pascal. Yeah. Um, Hassan Whiteside, which uh, I mean, off the bench, I think is not a terrible. You that's know, fine. He's not yeah, starting. Yeah, yeah. I, I think not he's, not he's definitely he's definitely not smarter than Derek Favors, but <laughs> he's you know he's he's sure. younger. More athletic, quicker. Um, if he can learn off Gobert about how to play some defense, I think that's a good pickup. Like I like Rudy Gay and Pascal there yeah. better than Favors. Yes, absolutely. Like, Favors playing at the four just nah, it's not it these days. Yeah, hundred um, so, percent. And the Pascal, they got Pascal for pretty much nothing. Ah, uh, second rounder. Yeah, a late second rounder, top forty-two protected. Yeah. So which Definitely worth a shot. Might, turn in, might turn into nothing at all. So long time mate of Donovan Mitchell. Yes, that's way. right. Yeah. Best friends with Donovan Mitchell. So that that appeases your star player who, you know, has had issues with the franchise. Um, you know, the rumored beef with, with Gobert and and stuff like that. So it's good to you know, it's a it's a move to please Mitchell. Well, and he's a player op- that can contribute too. Yeah, there's more options now. So say in that example when they struggled against the Clippers, like now they could just oh screw it, let's just play Rudy Gay there. Yeah. Yep. Hundred percent. As a big who can shoot. Yep. He's a bit more, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. More, I mean, he's not. I was going to say mobile, but Rudy Gay's not really mobile, but he's more mobile than Favors. Yeah, and definitely. He's, he's, is um yeah it, it does give them a bit of bit of flexibility too. Yeah, I like it. Conley resigns for three years. They're showing faith in the in their guys. You know, yep. resigned Gobert Mitchell. You know, Bogdan Ingles, all that. You know, Royce O'Neal. Yeah, yeah. I, I I criticized Dallas for running it back, but I think Utah was the right team to run it back because I think if Mitchell was healthy the entire playoffs, I think they get through. Uh, get further into the into they get a deeper playoff run for sure. Yeah, yeah, and they got more options in the front court. I yep. like it. Tough guys, yep. good coach. So, yeah, yeah, they've got so what I, it takes. I do think they need a little bit of luck on their side, just in t- terms of injuries. Um, for, for you know staying healthy on their side, you know, with like Conley and Mitchell both had a little bit of injury history. Um. But yeah, they definitely have what it takes to to make a deep run. Also, while we're talking about the Jazz, uh, fuck Carl Malone. Just throw that one in there. 
Yeah, absolutely. You might as well just put it straight in after your Frank Kaminsky one. <laughs> and Kendrick Nunn one. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Jason Kidd. Just, oh, yeah. They've all, they've all, they've all surfaced. Fuck everybody today. <laughs> Although, to be fair, Jay, I think Carl Malone's probably the worst of the bunch. No, not probably. He is. Yeah, his he is, is bad. Yeah, really bad. fucking literal pedophile. Unless Fuck he's, yeah, well, the only worst, well, murdering people was pretty bad too, but. <laughs> yeah, Jason Williams, come on up. Yeah. <laughs> he's flying them all oh, up. Yeah. Oh, who's the other guy? Javaris Crittenden. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he didn't. Oh, did he murder? No, he didn't. Oh, yeah, he murdered someone. He's in prison for murder. That's right. I remember the gun thing with Agent Zero in Washington. Yeah, yeah. And then he got cut, and then he's like, oh, you know what? I'm just murdered by this. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, if the, you know, Nik- Nikola Pekovic is probably murdering people now too and dumping their bodies in rivers. Yeah, he plays on an even playing field, you know. Yeah, like. yeah it's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he's, he's always at risk. He lives that life, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, would, I wouldn't want to mess with Pekovic. No, thank you. <laughs> He'd be good on a John Wick movie, like yeah, Boban. It's, it's funny that Boban got the spot when he's like gentle giant, nicest guy in the NBA. Yeah, he's like, oh, sorry. <laughs> and he's yeah, and he's his fucking assassin in John Wick three. Yeah, he's the gentle giant of the NBA. Yeah. All right, to sum it all up with one question: Who won the off season? Hmm. So make your pick. I'm going to force you here. Make make your pick. Who out of all the teams who won? You you can think of your reasoning after, but just give me a team. Miami. Oh, you took my pick. <laughs> you took my pick. Yeah. Okay. Uh, far away. I, I think what it's out of them in Chicago, but I think Miami just did more and put themselves in a better position. Um, you know, uh, one locking in Jimmy Butler who is, I hate the term, insert team name here, culture, unless I'm mocking the Jazz and their racism and saying they should sign Myers Leonard. But he sums up heat culture. Like, that's, that's he's the perfect player for that. Um, you know, him and Bam have, have uh, developed a, a sort of a kinship. Uh, locking in Duncan Robinson, I People are criticizing the number. I think it's fine. Well, like, he's perfect in that role that they have yeah, for him. Absolutely. Like And he'll um, be tradable too if shit hits the fan. Yeah, like, yeah. There's there's always going to be teams that'll be willing. Uh and then obviously like the big thing, they brought in Kyle Lowry. Uh again, I think the number's fine, like, you know, his age. But this the way he plays, he's like Chris Paul. The way he plays, the age isn't really a factor. You know, it's not like you're getting Russell Westbrook who relies on his athleticism at, at whatever age. Exactly, yeah. You know, it's it, Kyle Lowry plays a slower, smarter game, and the, the IQ is still there. Um, and defensively, he's still, he's still got it. He's maybe not as good as he was, you know, a couple of years ago, but he's, he's not a liability. Um, you know, so you're looking at this, this lineup. So the, the presumed starting lineup is going to be Lowry, uh, Robinson, Jimmy Butler, PJ Tucker, Bam. It's like, a tough lineup, man. One, holy defense, like minus Robinson, but you've got four very capable defenders around him. Like, you know, I was going to say amongst the best at their position. Maybe Lowry's not there anymore, but 
he's still considered a good defender. But Butler um, and Bam but, and, Butler and Tucker Bam. too. Yeah. 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 You know, um, Durant says Tucker's one of the hardest defenders to play against, even now. So he dropped fifty on him in the playoffs, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, it was a hard fifty. It was a hard fifty. Yes. Um, and then you know you go to their bench. They brought back Deadman, which I thought was actually a really good signing last year. I don't oh, know okay. why a team didn't pick him up sooner. Uh, and That's then nice. yeah, uh, Markeith Morris. I'm not, uh, not the biggest fan of him, but it's a good pickup for this team. Bit of depth too. Yeah. Uh, even bringing back guys like Gabe Vincent and Max Struess, I think. Both of them showed flashes last year, um, but That's I think I haven't mentioned pretty, too. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say. Deeper. I think it's it, yeah. I was, I was kidding. Sorry, mate. Um, no, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> but I was, I was actually was just about to say pretty underrated. Hardly anyone's talking about the fact they brought back Victor Oladipo on a minimum contract. It's pretty on a, nuts, eh? On a, hey? a, a, a one-year minimum, um, you know, it's it's risk-free basically. Because if he doesn't work out, you just give Tyler Hero more minutes. Exactly. You know, and like I reckon a team will will trade for Oladipo on a minimum contract, even if he's struggling. Someone will take a oh, chance and think he is I can I can bring him back. So, yeah, uh, the, I think that's you know minus Lowry, I think that's one of the best moves they did was getting him back on a minimum deal. He turned down a pretty big extension earlier in the season from Houston, didn't he? Yes, he did. I think Houston offered him a four-year extension, and he turned it down, so they, they got rid of him. Was it there or was it the pace? No. Nah, I'm no, sure no, it was no, Houston. After the, yeah. I'm sure it was Houston. Like four years, 50 mil, maybe three years, 50 mil, something like that. Beat it on himself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, but I think with him, it was, it was injuries. He wasn't. He never got fully healthy. So it wasn't like uh, he just sucked. So, oh, you know, you lose you lose Dragic, who was a pretty underrated player for this team. He's like sort of the heart and soul of it uh, on their finals run. Um, you know, playing playing injured, like playing through the pain. And Precious, he could be something. He, you know, he got pretty infamous. Yeah, he, he's the, gone. He he's, he's gone to Toronto. That's what I'm saying. Like they lost they lost those two. Oh, sorry, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, you know, he he showed some. He could be something, but I don't think there was a. It was, it was a worthwhile price to pay for bringing in Kyle Lowry. So I really like the Heat. Uh, I'm not, they're not the best team in the East. I still think that I think they're probably fourth, maybe maybe third. They could be better than Philly. Yeah, I think so. It's a really tough team. It's like the yeah. It just represent yeah, as you say, their culture weird, but the this team represents the Heat organization really well and pat riley like yeah it's set up for a playoff run they're deep now they've got guys they can come in in the playoffs yeah you're going to be fine with them playing minutes in the playoffs too like i I don't mind seeing deadman and hero and those guys you know come in yeah yeah, yeah. off the bench in the playoffs and they're versatile on defense like yeah that it's just a really solid team. I really like it. Yeah. Um, I have to. I have to pick someone else. I can't just go. I'm gonna. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna go with these guys. The Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. Extending KD. Yeah. They get deeper too. They re they resign Bruce Brown. They get in Patty Mills, one of the really underrated signings. Two year, twelve he, million deal. He's gonna. He's gonna eat there. He's gonna eat. 
Oh, the one open of the league's best catch and shoot shooters. Oh, yeah. And coming off a massive Olympics. Yeah. His his stock is is on the rise, even though he's already what is he early thirties, mid thirties? Oh yeah, he'd be about thirty two ish. Yeah. So you know, Eddie Mills, I, I, I would I would argue that his stock has never been higher right now. Yeah, he's just a massive upgrade over like over Shamit. And Tyler Tyler what's what was his name? Tyler Brown? Tyler Johnson. Tyler Johnson. Tyler Johnson. Yeah. Massive upgrade over both. Yeah. Um, didn't when he's gone, but they get picks back, you know. Um, oh, un- sorry to interrupt. Underrated pickup. They got Javon Carter in the um, Shamit trade. trade. They got Javon Carter and a first round pick. Yep. Um, like that's a pretty like Shamit was never great there, and Javon Carter's a solid backup point guard. Yeah, really good defensively. Needs yeah, to yeah. a shot, but yeah. they don't need shooters. They don't know, need but... shooting. Yeah, he can come in and just you know play some defense and. You know, if he gets an open look, take it and maybe hit it. Yeah. No, it's just nice. Like, mm. And then they've got all of these guys on minimum contracts. James Johnson is going to come in and bring toughness in there. He yeah. hit some outside shots. Like, you know, just replaces Jeff Green, and he's better defensively than Jeff Green. Yeah. I, I, and, yeah. I, I think it is still a downgrade, but, but yeah, definitely not a massive defensively. Loss. Yeah, it's not yeah. a huge downgrade. Um, yeah. Also, they brought in... DeAndre Bembry, who's a guy I've always been a bit of a fan of. Uh, just a good good hustle guy, decent defender. Um, yeah, a little not, bit not, of ball handling for you, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little, little, bit of, little bit of ball handling. Not really a playmaker. I just, I just like the guy. Yeah, and Blake Griffin on a minimum. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, Blake could have got the mid-level somewhere. Easy. Easy. Uh, yeah, for him, for him to get the minimum, to, to take the minimum, yeah. No, great move. He also transformed into a because he was a good. He turned himself into a good three point shooter in Detroit, but he was more a set up himself step back three. Whereas yeah. he turned himself in Brooklyn into a catch and shoot three point shooter and a very good one too, like forty five percent on catch and shoot threes or something. Yeah, if you got Joe, I mean, you Joe think Harris, about over fifty percent like, until the playoffs. <laughs> like you play, yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a bad playoff run, but. Like Blake at the five, then KD, Joe Harris, Harden, Kyrie. That's a fucking nuts yeah. lineup. Yeah, who cares about the defense? You don't even need Bruce Brown in there. Like, yeah. the ultimate player. Yeah. Also, I will say in the playoffs, I think Blake did a commendable job on Giannis. I think he did. He, he's improved defensively. He's not completely horrible. He's, he's, <laughs> he's not shutting down Embiid or anything like that. But, but he's in the right places. Yeah, yeah, and he's a smart defensive player. Like I've always said, defense is like eighty-five percent effort. And you know, if if Blake believes, oh, you know, I did a good job on Giannis, you know, I could, you know, maybe I'll try a bit harder on this end. Then you know, it might, you know, it might improve things for the for the Nets. They might be even more dangerous. Yeah. And they've got this Dayron Sharp too guy as the adjunct. Yeah, I don't, I don't know too much about him to be fair. Heard a good talk about him. He's a big two. Yeah. Uh, Cam Thomas too, who had a bit of talk. Yes, up I've heard he's a too. massive scorer. Yeah, not like they need any scoring, but no. hey, why not? Um, the, uh, Kevin O'Connor brought up a really good point. I think I might have actually brought it up last week. Um, this is the perfect place for him to learn uh, good habits as a scorer. 
learning off KD and Harden and Kyrie. Like, imagine if he ended up on, you know, like Cleveland, where he yeah. could just go up and chuck his shots and then reinforce bad habits. Mm. Like, this is like the perfect place. This or Golden State would have been the two perfect places for him to learn how to be a proficient scorer in the NBA. Yeah, because if if you're playing like shit in this team, yeah, you're going to get replaced. Yeah. Like yeah. You have to fight for those minutes. Yeah. But also imagine just being able to learn from Durant and Harden and Kyrie in practice oh, every day. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's that's the kind of like and that's Steve who you get matched Nash. up with. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like, you know, you he would be matched up against Harden or KD in practice to learn. Yeah, man. Just, yeah, just skill right across this roster. It's yeah. the best roster in the league, and it's yes. better than the Lakers. It is, 100%. Anyone who says otherwise is a hater. Yeah, that's Brooklyn. Brooklyn are the favourites. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, real quick, uh, I just wanted to give a little shout-out to the Warriors, who... Yes. Extended Steph, uh, four years, 215 mil. First player in NBA history to have two $200 million contracts. Um, they got Bielitsa and Otto Porter Jr., both on minimum contracts. And they brought back Icky. Yep. Minimum yeah. contract too, is it? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, it is. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, that's a pretty underrated um Free agent hall. Like, Otto Porter Jr. is going to get so many open looks. Like, he's he's actually a way better fit than, like, Oubre or D'Angelo Russell. Um, yeah. Because his whole thing, is, as long as he can stay healthy, his whole thing is, you know, let me get this open three. Yeah, he's going to play his role better rather yeah. than Oubre who try to take on the scoring load. And Otto yeah. Porter Jr. is just not yeah. going to do that. Yeah. He got a healthy play, too. Like, if Clay's healthy, yeah. he comes back. Exactly. And I, I like their draft picks too. Moses yeah. Moody, he, yep. he can shoot, yep. defend. Yep. And then they're taking a punt on uh, the cum bucket. The cum bucket. The cum Hells bucket. Hells yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I, I still need to get the uh, the Bukaki night trending for, for book night. <laughs> well, you can. You're a Hornets fan. You'll be able to. Yeah. I'm going to do my best. I'm going to do my best. Um, I still think that the Warriors maybe move these young guys, uh, Kaminga, Moody, Wiseman, and try and pair them, or t- not pair them, but package them with Wiggins and try and bring in another star-level player. I, th- I think that's their move. Um, maybe it's those yet three young guys and and Wiggins for a guy we talked about at the start of the pod. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, even though I don't know how he fits with Draymond, but, you know. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. And there has been a lot of talk about that one, yeah. but I, I just don't like it. I don't like him and Draymond on the floor together. you just got two non-shooters, like non-shooters. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Even what with if... Steph and Clay on there, I just, yeah. nah. They, they're too but... similar on mm. players. They're just, yeah. Well, yeah I don't I, I mean, I guarantee there's going to be another star available. So, you know, maybe they, they develop them, hope they break out and increase their value and then, you know, move them on for a, for a star at the deadline. I think Draymond punches them in the face. Yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. But if anyone is going to make him work harder, it's going to be Draymond. Mm. Yeah, there's you know, not many others. It, I would... Yeah, 
Yeah. I think in that sense it could work, but on the court together, I don't see it work. If, yeah. if Draymond can like still it. hit a three, then yeah, but otherwise, nah. Yeah, I just, nah, nah yeah, I've thought about it, but I don't like it. They're just too yeah. similar. Yeah. So I'll, I'll just jump in with, uh, you know, we just talked about who won the offseason, so who lost it? Who lost it? Well, Dennis Schroeder. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I was, I was just about to say, is it is it Boston and Schroeder? I mean, I mean yeah. Boston, Boston, I mean, they picked Boston them up on a good swapped, deal. Yeah, and they swapped Tristan Thompson for uh, two players who aren't Tristan Thompson, which I think is always a win. Um, how about the, Ra- how, the Raptors? New Orleans? Oh, it's New Orleans, eh? Yeah, yeah it is. I, I think it's New Orleans, yeah. Yeah, it is, like... They just haven't helped Zion. They need it. They need to do everything they can to help Zion. I just, mm. I think that's looming in the back of everyone's minds is like Zion's gonna be going, man. Yes. I mean, they added Valentunas. I, I I like that move. Uh, he does actually space the floor. Uh, people bit. forget that he can actually hit a three if he's open. Yep, he can. It's it's not his style of play though. So I still think there's gonna be. I wouldn't call it spacing issues, but he's going to have to learn to... You're going to lose some effectiveness with him hanging out at the perimeter. That's the defense, um, what I'm worried about, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Valanciunas is good, but who else you got? Like, perimeter-wise, who you got? Ingram isn't defending anyone. Maybe that's who the Warriors go for. I don't know if he fits there either. Yeah. But, I mean, that would be the type of move you'd make if you're Golden State, try and get someone like that who clearly isn't happy... You know, I mean, New Orleans would love the come bucket and uh, Moody and Wiseman. Like that's who you sort of build to grow around. Um, Zion. Yeah, I like but, that a lot better. A lot. Yeah. Better. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't know how Ingram fits in Gold State, but yeah, I mean, I'm... he could be the main playmaker there. Steph doesn't need the ball. Nah. That that just, I guess it, 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 it sort of uh, things Draymond's effectiveness on the offensive end, but he can still. You know, call the plays out and shit. Uh, that could that could work. That could work. Maybe yeah, maybe that's the play. Work. Maybe that's the play. Yeah, I'm totally worried about New Orleans and their defense, man. Like yeah. their defense was bad last year, mm. and they just changed from Lonzo to Devonte Graham, <laughs> along with yeah, Jonas, Zion, and Ingram. Like, oh, yeah, I just yeah, yeah. I I, I like Devonte Graham. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, defensively he's He's, He's a liability, liability for sure. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Um, I, I just think they wasted last season getting Stan Van Gundy. I never understood that signing. Just wasn't the right one, eh? Like, wasn't I like the right SPG, one. I, 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 like, but... I like SPG as a coach. He's very knowledgeable. I, I like him better in the uh, on the announce table, so I hope he stays there or goes back there and stays there. Yeah, he's great. Um, but, the, yeah, yeah him, the, it was a very strange hiring from the start. You could have... You could have had maybe they wouldn't have hired Willie Green last year. A lot of people saying this is an underrated coach pickup too. And yeah, full uh, well could be. It's, he's just yeah. got a worse roster to work with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And bringing in like Garrett Temple and Sadoransky is is weird. It's weird. Yeah, they're sort of guys now that you want on a bench on a contending team. Yeah, yeah. I, like I I like Temple. I think he's a good sort of veteran. But yeah, he he's a guy who should be coming off the bench for the Clippers or the Lakers 
you know, yeah. all, all the I, mean, I think the like Pels, that. they really need a big year from Alexander Walker too, and I think he's primed to have a good year. Yeah. I still just don't like the fit of this team with all these guys. Nah. They're sort of all offense guys and just no defense. Yeah. yeah. And there's but no they're really... also not, not good enough offensively to really light teams up either. Yeah, so maybe they're the loser of the offseason. Yeah, I, I don't like the fit with Ingram and Zion together either, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, agreed. So, yeah, no, I think I think they need to yeah, build around Zion sort of sooner rather than later and try and appease him somewhat. Yeah, agreed. All right then, mate, that about wraps up the podcast for tonight. Thanks for coming on once again. Um, got a bit of activity going on in the... In the card codex, we've got got our yeah. competition. Break your first time breaking. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. Yeah, got a bit of a few um, blasters and packs and stuff there for you to open up. So, congrats again to the 10, 10 people that got into that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, looking forward to that. Um, we'll be doing. Hope fingers crossed. Next week we'll be doing the big action movie draft. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, this has been brewing for a while, this one, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm very much looking for Yeah, it's going to be some interesting picks there, drafting yeah. action movies on different categories, and then we'll put them up, obviously, after the see who, had, who has the best who lineup. See who yeah. wins. Um, real quick, I just logged into Twitter, and I just seen someone tweet that in six months, it's going to be common knowledge that Pazingas is better than Siakam, and I can't think of a worse tweet. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, <laughs> got it out. I'm, I'm following that person. I'm whoever that is. Yeah, uh, it's not someone. Their username is I pound your mum sixty nine. So okay. Yeah, but they're, they're followed by some pretty big fucking oh all Celtics accounts. It's a Celtics fan. Fuck out of here. That's why Celtics fans are idiots. No offense, JT and Rents, but they are. There's quite a few Celtics fans here. Yeah, and most of them are idiots. <laughs> not not all of them, not all of them. That's well, the same with any team. Even There's even Lakers fans who aren't idiots, as hard as that is to believe. Let them trade for Pazingas and find out. I mean, they That's should have just traded Kemba for Pazingas, is what they should have done. Yeah. Uh, the old Twitter. It's yeah. the new Facebook. Well, yeah. it's the old new Facebook now. Yeah, I just so, I uh, I needed to share that one because it's one of the worst tweets I've ever seen. Yeah, there's always some bad ones. <laughs> yeah. No worries. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on once again, mate, and we'll we'll catch up with you soon. Over and yeah, out. Sweet. Peace.